Section 2 of Birds, Volume 2, Number 1, July 1897. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Avahi. Bird Song. It should not be overlooked by the young observer that if he would learn to recognize at once any particular bird, he should make himself acquainted with the song and call notes of every bird around him. The identification, however, of the many feathered creature with which we meet in our rambles has heretofore required so much patience that, though a delight to the enthusiast, few have time to acquire any great intimacy with them. To get this acquaintance with the birds, the observer has need to be prepared to explore perilous places, to climb lofty trees, and to meet with frequent mishaps. To be sure, if every veritable secret of their habits is to be pried into, this pursuit will continue to be plied as patiently as it has ever been. The opportunity, however, to secure a satisfactory knowledge of birdsong and bird life by a most delightful method has at last come to every one. A gentleman, who has taken a great interest in birds from the appearance of the first number, but whose acquaintance with living birds is quite limited, visited one of our parks a few days ago, taking with him the latest number of the magazine. His object, he said, was to find there as many of the living forms of the specimens represented as he could. Seating myself amidst a small grove of trees, what was my delight at seeing a red-white alight on the telegraph wire stretching across the park? Examining the picture in birds, I was somewhat disappointed to find that the live specimen was not so brilliantly marked as in the picture. Presently, however, another blackbird alighted near, who seemed to be the veritable presentment of the photograph. Then it occurred to me that I had seen the red wing before, without knowing its name. It kept repeating a rich, juicy note, Onchalarii, its tail tattering at quick intervals. A few days later I observed a large number of red wings near the Hyde Park waterworks, in the vicinity of which, among the trees and in the marshes, I also saw many other birds unknown to me. With birds in my hands, I identified the robin, who ran along the ground quite close to me, anon summoning with his beak the incautious angle-worm to the surface. The jays were noisy and numerous, and I observed many new traits in the wood-thrush, so like the robin that I was at first in some doubt about it. I heard very few birds sing that day, most of them being busy in search of food for their young. Many of our singing birds may be easily identified by anyone who carries in his mind the images which are presented in our remarkable pictures. See the birds at home, as it were, and hear their songs. Those who fancy that few native birds live in our parks will be surprised to read the following list of them now visible to the eyes of so careful an observer as Mr. J. Chester Lyman. About the 20th of May I walked one afternoon in Lincoln Park with a friend whose early study had made him familiar with birds generally, and we noted the following varieties. 1. Magnolia Warbler 2. Yellow Warbler 3. Black Pole Warbler 4. Black-throated Blue Warbler 5. Black-throated Queen Warbler 6. Blackburnian Warbler 7. Chestnut-sided Warbler 
8. Golden-crowned thrush 9. Wilson's thrush 10. Song thrush 11. Catbird 12. Bluebird 13. Kingbird 14. Least flycatcher 15. Wood peewee flycatcher 16. Great crested flycatcher 17. Red-eyed vareo 18. Chimney swallow 19. Barn swallow 20. Purple martin 21. Red start 22. House wren 23. Purple grackle 24. White-throated sparrow 25. Song sparrow 26. Robin 27. Blue jay 28. Red-headed woodpecker 29. Kingfisher 30. Nighthawk 31. Yellow-billed cuckoo 32. Scarlet tanager, male and female 33. Black and white creeper 34. Gull or Wilson's tern 35. The omnipresent English sparrow On a similar walk, one week earlier, we saw about the same number of varieties, including, however, the yellow-breasted chat and the morning, bay-breasted and blue-yellow-backed warblers. The sweetest songsters are easily accessible, and all may enjoy their presence. C.C. Marble To be continued End of section 2 This recording is in the public domain.